Hey everybody, it's that time again. Believe Sports Business Sports Media and pod clips uh, around the world. We are heard everywhere. You can email us at uh, sportsfred at aol.com, sportsfred at aol.com. I am Fred, along with uh, Art Source, former kicker for the Rams and the USC Trojans. And Art, my first question would be, how would you like to wear a rubber band or something on your hand if uh, you didn't uh, be vaccinated? I think the whole world's going nuts. They should be vaccinated. But I don't know what the NFL is thinking about. I mean, it, you, you explain this to me, please. Well, you know, I've got a good friend of mine that, that writes for the Pittsburgh Post, uh, Pittsburgh Gazette Post, Post Gazette, and uh, he was telling me that at the uh, at the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers training camp, the rookies, including number one draft pick Najee Harris, have to wear special wristbands yeah. so the coaches know what to do with them. And I mean, I've never heard something so stupid in my entire life. And for a league to come out and mandate, and now you've got Cole Beasley, who's a pretty good wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills, who are one of the three best teams in the league, he's, he's fighting this thing. Now I'm hearing that the Players Association is going to start making some, uh, some problems. And, you know, it, it just seems like COVID-19 is reemerging with this new, you know, whatever you want to call it, variant, Delta virus. Uh, it's just a nightmare. You know, and then I'm watching the Olympics, and it was so great to see this this uh, young lady from St. Paul, Minnesota, of Korean descent, win in place of Simone Biles. And something hit me upside the head that said, was this all planned to help the Asian American population, you know, get back in good graces in the United States? I hate to say that, but that did enter my mind, Fred. I don't think enough people watching to make a, a difference. Uh, Fred, who's loved Good the uh, Olympics uh, since the age of eight, uh, has watched uh, three or four minutes of the opening ceremony. No fans. I wasn't interested. Again, we shouldn't have the Olympics. So I'm not, you know, it's not uh, a negative not to have fans. But just the point is that from excitement point of view, uh, you can sit there and watch the 120 nations. But if they're not talking to the fans or fans talking to them, it's, it's now, just Fred, no they had, they had somebody on earlier today on NBC News. Um, you know, they're national news, and these are four healthcare workers in North Carolina. Right. And these are four pretty intellectual ladies. And they were talking about the fact that over the years, they've all been vaccinated for different things coming down the line. Right. And the one thing that scared them about this particular situation was that they've never done any long-term tests on what could happen, what the, uh, what do they call it, side effects could be from the vaccination. And now that I'm starting to look at things from a little different perspective, I'm starting to see that a lot of people are being affected mentally by all the things that, that go in line with the COVID-19. And I'm wondering if that, that might be one of the things that could happen to people, because you've got some pretty great athletes that are having trouble dealing with what I would think, you know, would be things that they should have the ability to deal with and cope with based on their experience. What are your thoughts on that? Artie, my, my thoughts are uh, uh, you might die in 20 years, you might die before your time, but if you don't take the vaccination, you could die tomorrow. Uh, okay. And even if you don't die, uh, ventilators are not fun. And so, so here's the choices you have. Um, you can either get the two shots or the one shot in the Johnson & Johnson, although I don't think that this is 100%, but you can either get the two shots and... Uh, 
if you get, and you can still get uh, COVID-19, no question about that. Yeah, uh, Lamar Jackson's out with the Ravens right now. Okay, but the point is, you're probably not going to die. A very, very, very small percentage of people who have been vaccinated die. So you're probably not going to be in a hospital. You're probably not going to need a ventilator. On the other hand, if you don't get it, if you don't get the vaccination, you're probably going to get much sicker and might die, might go to the hospital. In either case, you can still pass it to somebody else. And the bottom line is uh, like 75 or 80 percent in California haven't vaccinated. And some doctor on Facebook, somebody, Roy Firestone, the former uh, uh, fine uh, television host, uh, wrote that his his doctor, who was a Trump guy in 2015, 2016, certainly not this time around, said that, get this, anybody who's not anybody and everybody who's not vaccinated is going to get COVID-19. And that's exactly what Roy wrote. The doctor said everybody who's not, that's how contagious this disease is. Wow. So that's the choice you have. Well, when, when is that going to be broadcast? Because that would, that would be the best public service message of all time. Yeah, I agree. For people who haven't been vaccinated. Either uh, die if, or, it, or stick to your guns. If, if Fauci says it, though, people are going to say, you know, he's just saying it to protect himself. So I don't know well, who's going to. Well, Biden wants to give everybody 100 bucks now yeah. to go get the jab. I, I, again, again, yeah, one more time. Growing up, the polio vaccine, uh, the first group, uh, Jonas Salk, went to the Cutter Laboratory, and they sent live virus. Some people got polio from the vaccine. Two years later, Albert Sabin, dead virus. I've not heard of anybody getting, the, uh, getting polio from his vaccine. My point being, percentages are better if you take the vaccination versus right. not taking the vaccination. But you, now, you let see, me ask you this. In terms of civil liberties, you know, the, the Constitution... Sure. Should you be able to be, should the government mandate you take something? Well, That's my again, one question. well, Ken, you couldn't go to school without the polio vaccine. So the answer is okay. yes. Yes, so, they so can. So there is a precedent in, yeah, in sure. law for something like that. All right, good. You could not well, go I'll to school. You, what, um, you know, I just pray for everybody more than anything else, Fred. I thought we were going to be a little bit clearer of this thing. But the bottom line is. You know, after after watching what I watched today and seeing what's going on around the world, you know, uh, A, I just feel really, really bad for this world. And uh, it's just a sad, sad byline. And it's going to it's gonna really affect things. Corporations now are pushing back that September 1st, you know, look at uh, bringing people back to the offices. Um, I just, you know, I, I don't know if we have the patience, the wherewithal. And I really feel bad for the, the 7 billion people who are on this earth because you think it's tough in this country. I can only imagine what it was like in India or Somalia or places like that around the world. And you know me, Fred. I care desperately about everybody. I mean, I've traveled the world as a golfer. My dad was in the State Department as a kid. I lived in Japan, Germany, Spain, and England. And cultures are so different. And, you know, we kind of have a tendency to think just of ourselves, but we're pretty lucky. We're the wealthiest country on the, the face of the planet, and, and we're having problems. So you can imagine what's going on elsewhere. Folks, this is Believe Sports Business Sports Media and also heard everywhere on Pod Clips. I'm Fred. Uh, he's Art Source. You can email us at sportsfredonale.com. We're taping this. It's 410 in the afternoon on uh, July uh, 29th, uh, 2018. And 22. 
uh, what is it, 21? Yeah, 21. It feels okay. like 22 already. <laughs> okay, so AOL, I can't get AOL anymore on my computer. It keeps locking up. So I've called them a couple of times, and the first lady spent five hours trying to help me. Couldn't do it, but she tried. The second guy was a blank, 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 piece of blank, blank, blank. So I'm gonna can I'm gonna cancel. I'm I'm paying them thirty dollars. So credit AOL for all these years. You're gonna have to be a Gmail guy or or. No, I can no, I can keep I can keep AOL for free if I don't uh, use their uh, uh, mechanical help. And believe me, they have not helped me. I cannot get on AOL. I can get it on the iPhone. I can't get on the computer. But my point is, she was in the Philippines. Okay, so California's got seventy five or eighty percent vaccinated. I know it's a sports show, folks, but believe me, this is sports too. What percentage do you think are vaccinated in the Philippines? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with seventeen percent. One percent. Oh my God, this That's, is what I'm talking about, Fred. Yeah. Look at what's going on in Tokyo in the Olympics. Yeah. Right. Ratings are down thirty-five percent. Yeah. Nobody knows what's happening. Guys are uh, the Olympic pole vaulter from the USA. He's out today. I mean, every day they they had a golf tournament. Set up for the Olympics. Rom is out of the golf tournament. A couple other big-name golfers have been sent home. And, you know, they asked John Rom today, point blank, how he felt. He said he shot 63 at Silver Rock in his home in Scottsdale. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just, I'm wondering if there are different tests that, that, that measure, you know, whether you have the antibodies, you're asymptomatic. There's so much that hasn't been published about this particular situation that I guess we could spend hours on it. But, you know, the bottom line is sports is going to be affected. Big-time contracts are going to be affected. You know, one, once the SEC, you know, come, gets into play, there's another problem, Fred. The SEC is going to get $76 million per team, while other conferences are going to be at, like, $20, 25000000 million per team. How do you compete? with Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, Florida, and the SEC, where they're getting that kind of money. Most difficult indeed. Uh, we're about an hour away from uh, the NBA draft, so let's just not really talk that heavily on the draft. But all day today, and again, we're taping this on Thursday, people are talking about, reporters are talking about, the Lakers going after Russell Westbrook, and if not that, Buddy Heald. So here, here's my first thought about Russell. I love Russell Westbrook. He gave three-quarters of a million dollars to UCLA to, to help uh, the gymnasium, to help the program. That's fantastic. Except he likes controlling the ball. LeBron likes controlling the ball. They're both up there in age. Do you think that's going to be a positive move for the Lakers if they actually can get Russell well, Westbrook? You know what would be kind of neat, Fred, is if they each had their own little you know team. And you did it like hockey, ran it in shit. <laughs> you know, have Westbrook out there with his four guys and have LeBron out there with his four guys, make it a competitive thing, and it might work. I don't know. The way the NBA is going, they need something different to spark some people's imaginations. Can you imagine, though, if one, one team played more than more minutes than the other team? I mean, if LeBron only played, uh, you know, 30... <laughs> You know, 23 minutes, and and uh, Russell played 25. Would the, yeah. would the other guy take his ball and go home? <laughs> I, I okay. So, but, but in all cases, they want to get rid of Kuzma. Please explain why. I think he's a pretty good player. Well, Kuzma's an excellent player. It isn't his fault. You know, I, I got to tell you, there, there's so many. You know, I, I'm going to do that. I'm going to say this. All right, some of these general managers, they make me shake my head. 
You know, they got a job because they knew somebody. They hung around <laughs> for 15 years. Then they, you know, like, it's like the coach of the Eagles, Nick Sirianni. Who is Nick Sirianni? Have you ever heard of him? Nope. I've never heard of him. You know, he gets to be the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles four years removed from a Super Bowl. But who are these people that are making these decisions? It's like, oh, my God. I mean, I can understand the Atlanta Falcons, you know. They have John McKay's oldest son, who used to be a ball boy when I played back in the 20s. You know, and I laugh at that a little bit. But, I mean, it's like there's so much nepotism that it's almost to the point where somebody who really has talent doesn't get the opportunity. And I wonder if they just languish the rest of their lives looking at these people going, how did this happen? All right, so while the Lakers may or may not be making a move, the Dodgers may or may not be making a move, all day today it said the Padres are locked into a, a, a Mad Max They're Scherzer. They're going to get Scherzer? Is that the deal? That's what they said. However, late in the afternoon it indicated that the Dodgers are getting Danny Duffy. Now, the problem with Danny Duffy is he's on the injured list. So, <laughs> so I don't know you're if gonna they're going to... You're going to trade for a left-handed pitcher who's, who's on the injured list. Oh, my God. That's well, what I'm saying, friends. I'm wondering what's going on with Andrew Friedman. Well, let me let me tell you what's going on in my mind. They made a major mistake in uh, Bauer. They can't accept, and they won't, you know, if they go out and spend another hundred million on Scherzer, and they're still paying this guy. Yeah, they, and right now they're still paying. Take, him. What does it take to come up with the evidence? Major League Baseball's got investigators. The Los Angeles Police Department the Pasadena Police Department. I mean, come on. There shouldn't there be some resolution? We, we're locking, We're looking at almost a month now, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, well, at least yeah. make a decision. Cut him loose. Well, again, he's never going to pitch for the Dodgers again. So that means that they, no. they blew a lot of money. And so now they're going to, okay, because okay, Scherzer might want to come to the West Coast. but And he's 37. But he's going to want at least a three-year contract. And the three-year contract that they paid Bauer is $102 million, so sure is going to ask for similar money. So now they're going to have to raise the hot dog prices beyond $7.5 to 9.5. You know, and they keep saying on the Dodger telecast, uh, as, as inexpensively as $35 a ducat. I didn't know they were that expensive. So now they'll just raise the tickets to 45 or 50 and then the average guy can never go. That's a perfect scenario, don't you think? It is. And you know what? Here's, here's what's funny, Fred. That is... You know, they always talked about, you know, killing the goose that lays the golden egg. You're going to find yourself in a very near future, and it's happening right now with inflation, everything going on in our country. So many people are going to be left out. You can't go see the Dodgers. I used to go and sit in the bleachers, watch batting practice, Jimmy Wynn, Joe Ferguson, when the Reds would come to town, Pete Rose, little Joe Morgan, Tony Perez. Had the best time. It cost three dollars and fifty cents. Yep. And we used to be able to bring our cooler in with sandwiches and and sodas and, and I mean I was sixteen, seventeen, eighteen years old. You know, it was the greatest time of all time, Fred. And now, if you took a family of three, even in the bleachers, it's going to wind up costing you about three to four hundred dollars, not counting parking. And folks, think about that for a moment. Let's say you make. Uh, a uh, thousand a week. That's uh, fifty thousand. But you don't bring home fifty thousand. You bring home thirty-five thousand uh, a year. Seven hundred a week. Are you going to spend three hundred dollars of that seven hundred to watch a baseball game? I don't think so. I think Art's point is right on target, and I think this whole world has gone nuts. And you know, when he says as inexpensively as thirty-five dollars, I'm saying to myself, I know. 
Like, are you are you assuming twenty-five dollars is inexpensive? Yeah. I, assu- I, I, I honestly, I assume there were $15 tickets if you wanted to sit in the bleachers. Apparently, they're not. 35 bucks uh, uh, beyond believe. Hey, before well, we my go. My buddy went to Chicago with his, with his granddaughter to see the Cubs. She's a big Cubs fan, you know, young girl, 11 years old. He said that, they, first of all, they couldn't get any bleacher tickets. Then he looked at the price. The retail prices were $55 to $75 to sit in the bleachers. And he grew up in Chicago, and he said, Artie, if it wasn't for my granddaughter, I would have turned and walked away. But he said some guy came over, you know, and in a raincoat and a trench coat, said, I got two tickets here, give me 100 bucks." And he, he wound up taking her to the game. They had a great time. But that's the point we're making, folks. At what point in time is it just, wait a minute, what the heck is going on out there? All right, uh, I was going to open with this, but so much is going on. I, I want to talk about Simone Biles just for a minute or two here. Uh, I've read on uh, different uh, news reports and different analysis, and on Facebook, assuredly, people are out to get her. I just don't get it. If psychologically she says she cannot compete, so be it. She's the only person that knows how badly she feels or hurt she feels or what Fred, she feels Fred, at this point you in time. Get on that high beam. You you do that the the, the vault. You could if you're not 100% dialed in with with focus, you could hurt yourself in in some crazy ways. And this woman has nothing to prove to anybody. She's the greatest gymnast that I've ever seen, bar none. Okay. Yeah, you could talk Nadia Comaneci. You can talk you know anybody you want. All right, Mary Lou Retton. But this young lady has overcome more in her life, and if this is what she wants to do, I say I have not a darn thing problem with it. Matter of fact, she created another great star by not by, by letting the, the young lady that, that, that just won the gold get a chance for the U.S. All right, so t- why are people out to get her, Sam? Why are people jumping on her back? This whole world is, is a little fruity, man. It's whack job city. I mean... <laughs> You know, this is a gal that, that dedicated her entire life to helping people and, and, and working hard. She went through the Nasser situation with the, uh, you know, the, the United States gymnastic team, and, and she's having a few problems. Hey, I've lived for 124 years. I've had some depression in my life. I try to look at things from a positive viewpoint, but every once in a while, life gets you down. My philosophy teacher at SC said something once. It made a lot of sense, Fred. Nobody's ever lived at this point in history. So do your best and try your best, and that's all you can do. Hey, before we go, let me uh, just uh, remind, uh, remind myself and, uh, and tell you a quick story. About six years ago, so I guess six years ago now, uh, maybe seven years ago, a friend leaves a message. He's a big UCLA fan. He says, you can't believe who they just signed. You can't believe who they just signed. So I call him up, and, and she sa- he says, Simone Biles. And I said... Who? And he says, Simone Biles, the gymnast. I said, that's not comparable to football or basketball in my life, but that's okay. Anyway, she was going to go to UCLA, and of course she signed uh, professionally and never uh, competed for UCLA. But the point is, I I just found it funny that uh, you know at at that point. And then you you see her a few times, and I agree with you. I mean, I've seen. And now she, and now she could actually, she could have done it now. No, your point about she may be the best of all time, and again, oh, yeah. it, dep- it depends when 
you've grown up and who you've seen, and you mentioned Common Age and, and others, and I've seen a lot of great, Allie Re- Reisman, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, trying mm-hmm. to protect her now, but Reisman was pretty good herself. But the the point being that get off Simone's back. She's a 24-year-old young lady who's gone through heck. She's won a million things. Don't you, th- you think anybody wants to fly to Japan uh, where the surge is just getting worse and worse and then not compete? I mean that somebody actually wrote. Then, then why didn't she go? Then why didn't she? Uh, why'd she go to Japan if she wasn't going to? She thought yeah, she was going to compete. I used to be on the side of a lot of these sports writers, Fred. But sometimes I wonder where the journalistic integrity has disappeared to, because they just write things sometimes. And I do understand. Remember the old, the old adage of the newspaper paper business. You know, any news is good news. You know, whatever sells the papers. You know, the banner headlines. But at a certain point in time. You have to have some sort of integrity as a writer. And you can't dig in someone's head to find out what they're feeling deep down inside. That's ridiculous. All right. Uh, in 30 seconds, give me your final thought for this uh, Thursday, July uh, 29th. I just hope at a certain point in time, this world takes a deep breath, looks around, and realizes that we're all in this together, whether it's sports, politics, everything and that we need to treat each other with a lot more respect and just do like my my grandma said, which is if you want to get respect, treat other people with respect. And that's all I can say, Fred. I love you. I love our show. And uh, I just hope that people can understand that 50 years from now, nobody's really going to care what we all went through. All right, I can't top that. Uh, folks, this has been uh, Believe Sports Business Sports Media, heard on pod clips around the world. You can get it on uh, on all the apps and just about everywhere. And, Artie, thank you very much. And, of course, we'll talk to you next week. And, folks, we'll talk to you in a little under 168 hours right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Bye, everybody. Thank you, Mario, very much.